Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. Good morning again, friends. I am Sarah Ewing Merrill, lead pastor here at Hope Gateway, and my pronouns that I go by are she, her, and hers, and I am really pleased to be kicking off this series this morning, Those Who Dream. And as I said yesterday in my letter in the newsletter, I am really excited about this theme. And I feel like it's really timely and relevant for our life together as Hope Gateway. We are in a stage of dreaming. We are in a phase of openness to what comes next. We are trying to imagine what God has in store for us beyond what has been. We need dreams. Dreams give us hope. Sometimes we call this first Sunday of Advent the Sunday of hope. In the Advent devotional that most of you have received by now, I hope you will find this quote um, in the first reflection on today's scripture passage. It's a quote from Langston Hughes. Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is a broken wing bird that cannot fly. We need dreams. We need to be dreamers. The scripture for this first Sunday of Advent is reminiscent, actually, of a nightmare, a dream that keeps you up at night. I invite you to listen to these words in light of the harsh realities of our world, not only that come at the end of times, but in the day-to-day, year-to-year lives of all humanity. Hear these words from the Gospel of Mark in the 13th chapter. As Isaiah said, in the days after that great suffering, the sun will refuse to shine and the moon will hold back its light. The stars in heaven will fall and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then you will see, as Daniel predicted, The Son of Man coming in the clouds, clothed in power and majesty, he will send out his heavenly messengers, gather together to himself those he has chosen from the corners of the world, from every direction and every land. Take heed. No one knows the day or hour when the end is coming. The messengers in heaven don't know, nor does the Son. Only the Father knows. So be alert, watch for it and pray. For you never know what time, when that time might approach. The situation is like a man who went on a journey. When he departed, he left his servants in charge of the house. Each of them had his own job to do. The man left the porter to stand at the door watching. 
So stay awake because no one knows when the master of the house is coming back. It could be in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster, rooster crows or in the morning. Stay awake, be alert so that when he suddenly returns, the master won't find you sleeping. The teaching I am giving the four of you now is for everyone who will follow me. Stay awake and keep your eyes open. Stay awake, Jesus says. I can't actually imagine sleeping well in these circumstances, can you? I think the only way to sleep when the world is falling apart is to bury our heads in the sand. My takeaway from this passage is to stay attentive, to stay attentive, to stay awake, both to what God is doing in the world and the suffering around us. Not to separate ourselves from it, to pay attention, to look for where God is at work, to stay woke. I recently finished a great book by Suleika Jawad called Between Two Kingdoms, a memoir of life interrupted. Suleika is diagnosed with, was diagnosed with leukemia at the age of 22 and spent the next five years of her life in treatment. The story is about that journey, but also the journey of returning to living, to live a life of someone who is no longer fighting to stay alive. Her honesty and openness about the struggle to imagine a future for herself and invest in that future is really compelling. This one line really sums it up. There are certain dreams I can't dream for I never thought them possible. There are certain dreams I can't dream for I never thought them possible. I think that's true for all of us. If we believe things are impossible, we can't imagine them for ourselves or for our world. We close ourselves off to possibilities. We limit God's dreams for us because we decide to start with what is possible and what is impossible. I believe God has dreams for us at Hope Gateway. I have a deep sense that some transformation is on the horizon for us. The hard work that we have done over the last two years has primed us for believing that anything is possible. We followed God through a discernment process. We took the harder path of choosing to step out in faith to a new reality, and God has blessed us. We have received the affirmation from our community for that choice by the $144,000 already pledged for that effort. We transformed our community by moving our worship entirely online and from our homes. We reimagined what worship was, what communion meant, how to be community to one another even while distant. 
We have stayed online and outside because we know it hasn't been safe to return to business as usual. And as we make plans for coming back to our space in person, we are open to possibilities that we could never have conceived of back in March of 2020. God has planted seeds of dreams in us and they are beginning to take root. This series that we're following this Advent comes from Sanctified Art and various leaders in that have written reflections on this. And this, I wanted to share a few lines from Hannah Garrity, what she says about this series, Those Who Dream. When I think about the theme, Those Who Dream, I see God's people realizing God's dream right now. We are poised on a threshold. God has reached each of us in our own way, and we can see the dreams God has for us. We must break down the barriers to create space for God's dreams. We can see the death, pain, poverty, and injury that systems of oppression have caused. We can see how colonialism was informed by selfish, oppressive thought. We can see that white supremacy has co-opted Christianity repeatedly since its birth. The gospel does not condone that. We can see the legacy of colonialism and everyday worldwide systemic racism. And we can also see like a glimmer on the horizon, like a distant memory in the teachings of faith, like a phoenix from the ashes the way that we can reimagine this world, this global society. We can see the way that God is calling us to break down and build up. We can see the dream, God's dream. Dream, then build. My challenge for you this Advent is to dream with openness. The endless possibilities, both for yourself and for us at Hope Gateway. What could we bring, trans how could we bring transformation to ourselves and to the world? What ways of connecting with others are we seeking to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God in the way of Jesus? What ways in that light might we build if we could only dream them? So I invite you to take time each day, each week, this Advent season to dream. And if you have a dream, please share it with me or someone else in the Hope Gateway community. If we dream together, surely God will be in our dreams. And I invite you to take this resource, and particularly on Friday, to journaling for your dreams, asking you to remember the dreams that you have. I invite you to Remember the dreams you waking dreams and the sleeping dreams that you have. 
God has dreamed up a dream for us, God's people. A dream of hope and justice. A dream for eyes wide open both to the world's suffering and the world's beauty. We long that God would plant some dream in us so that we may envision what God envisions and we may dream what God dreams. May it be so. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.